Hey, this is Chris and Casey and Slip Into Something Uncomfortable. And today we have something that is very uncomfortable. Taboo. Taboo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo-boos. Taboos. <laughs> it's perfect for Halloween. Taboo. It is perfect for Halloween. It, it really is. because uh, <laughs> There's a lot of things that go on on Halloween that are taboos. All those mm-hmm. weird cults doing all that weird shit that we are not, you know, <laughs> okay with. They're not down. So I guess the uh, first and foremost, what we should discuss is what is a taboo? What is a taboo to you? And I'll tell you what a taboo to me is. Okay, well, you know me. I went to like 20 different websites and narrowed them down to like 12 and then narrowed them down to like 20 different pages on a Word document <laughs> and then narrowed those down to like seven. Right. So. Now that I'm finally reviewing all these notes, I can give you a couple of the actual definitions I found, which are pretty cool. You can give me a definition, but I also want to know your personal definition of when you Mm. think of taboo, what do you think of? What is a taboo to Casey? Oh, see, that's so good because taboos could be anything. It could be, there's so many examples of taboos that like, it's one of those words that you can't really explain what it is unless you're like already kind of knowing what it is. So there are religious taboos, social, food, professional, parenting, political, sexual, cultural, gesture. I mean, in everyday life, we run into taboos and it's going to be a huge topic and having to narrow it down to like under an hour if we can, (laughs) it's going to be so hard. We'll make it work. We will make it work. (laughs) So, yeah. So it's just um, something to me. It's more when I think of taboo, I think of like a cultural like a no-no. But I know that cultures shift and cultures change across the world. And then religion has a lot of input into it. And then the religion ones have a lot of input with the food taboos. So it's just like, it's like a rabbit hole of never ending fuckery, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's how I would describe it. But that's why I'm not a teacher because I don't think kids would understand that. I think you will have a lot of raised hands (laughs) in the classroom for sure. So what do you think? <laughs> Excuse me, uh, what? <laughs> That's a verb and a <laughs> Right. <laughs> what did you come up with online when you looked? The one that I narrowed it down to off of like on my National Geographic and Wall Street Journal and whatever sites I go to that are more legit that I'm not remembering right, right now. It says a taboo is defined in a few of the following ways. A social or religious custom prohibiting or forbidding discussion of a particular practice or forbidding association with a particular person, place, or thing, or something that is prohibited or restricted by social customs. So I also got to learn a couple new words here. So let me see what those were. I had to go to my dictionary.com. So I learned the word inauspicious, inauspicious. which means unfavorable. Okay. Inauspicious. Yeah. Inauspicious is unfavorable. So that's a taboo is that nature and then we get into taboos that have to do with the problems of taboos like the aggravates and the incidents that you could think of like a taboo sorry i'm like way out of breath like i just ran up a mile (laughs) (laughs) just relax and calm down (laughs) i know i mean there's so many taboos i'm so excited there's taboos even such as like the aborigine tribes and things like that that they're not technologically advanced and they might not want to sell land because it's sacred to them, okay. but it could advance them as a tribe or as a culture, as a race, as a human nation. Right. It's taboo for <laughs> them to go and basically more westernize and 
advance in technology and all that? Like, Yeah, so navigating taboos and then the fear of discussing the taboos. Let's see, I had a note here that was so good. Let's see. I'm going to read a blurb and try not to sound like a robot, but just, I thought it just fits in perfectly with our whole, like, the what we want to do with this podcast. So it basically says, many of us want to talk about these things. We're just too afraid, uncomfortable, or ignorant to start the conversation. In today's society, many people avoid discussing controversial topics for many different reasons. Society likes to remain ignorantly bliss instead of discussing real issues within our society. So that touches into race, that touches into religion, that touches into politics. Plenty. Yeah. So then it says most people fear being judged for their opinions, do not want to get into a heated debate or do not care to learn something new. That sounds like America for sure. So basically we have to get uncomfortable and face things head on. And here Here we are. Here we are. So I have a couple points and I'm going to go. Well, first I'll say what I think taboo is. And this is, like I stated earlier, this is just my own personal idea of a taboo. And I just basically have it to where a taboo is basically a person's discomfort with something that is so out of line that is like banished from thought. Like, I don't even think like that or in that direction. Like, it's uncomfortable Hmm. for me to even look at that or think about that. Like, no way. It's almost perverse. It's like a perverted thought. You don't want nothing to do with it. So that's my idea of a taboo. One of the things that I want to state is that I believe that taboos are conditional. And what I mean by that is that at times, a taboo might be acceptable, when in other times, it will not be acceptable. And this plays more so socially. And the example that I wanted to use is, what is it, incest. Mm. Yes. So incest is a practice that was done by aristocrats and royals. Okay. And it was such a disgusting taboo that it was performed by nobles. And these are the people that you're supposed to like look up to big time. And they're running the state, running the country back then. These are all things that they did all the way back to, you know, the kings and queens and stuff like that. And The reason why I say it's conditional, because even though it was obviously gross and you're not supposed to do that, their thought process and logic to it was we want our bloodline to be pure. We don't want dirty blood coming into our bloodline. We want to keep power in the family. So the only way that we can think of to keep power in the family is literally keep everything in the family. So you're going to marry your sister or you're going to marry your cousin and you're going to birth whoever, you know, the next Duke or whatever title it is that they're trying to keep in charge of. And they just kept it in the family. And that's how they did it. However, when you hear about commoners or when you hear about the poor doing something like that, then they're looked at as dirty, as disgusting, and it's gross. You shouldn't do it, which obviously I completely agree is gross and disgusting across the board. But when the (laughs) royals did it, it was okay. They, log- it was a purification yeah, it was, practice. It was logical to them. And right. that's what I meant by uh, conditional. Like, depending on the conditions, it's okay. But mm-hmm. in actuality, it's not. You're right. You're so right. And it, I, oh, you're so right. Because I just pictured as soon as you said commoners or someone like of a lesser, I don't know, stance in society. I just pictured like West Virginia people with no teeth. <laughs> right. 
this is going to sound so bad and there's nothing wrong with living in a trailer. I actually, my family has a trailer, out <laughs> <in the cast. laughs> but the whole, I mean, trailer is one thing, but like white trash is another. Right. So I just pictured like white trash, like Billy Bob and right. Jethro. And notice that and they like, call them trash because of these types of practices. Yes. Like you're trash. You do that. You're disgusting. You are trash, disposable, gross. Like, yes. You know. Like, oh, what? But I've also heard jokes that are so funny because they rhyme so good. And it's like, incest is best. Put your cousin to the test. <laughs> wow. No, see, <laughs> there's nobody I know that has the, knows those jokes. <laughs> I would look at them like, what? Maybe it's because I'm white and I know some of the trashiest <laughs> <Right>. people. <laughs> Who have you been hanging around? <laughs> some really hot cousins. I don't know. They always say that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Yeah. It, it's interesting to me how all of this works. And the second point that I wanted to make was that taboo is fickle. And I mean that to say that it's likely to change. What was taboo 40 years ago more than likely is not taboo now. Things that was like, hey, that's unacceptable. We don't do that. People do that now. And then vice versa, certain things that we don't do now was okay back then. For instance, you used to be able, and I do not condone this, and I also plead the fifth on the opinion to this. You used to be able to get in an argument with a wa- your wife and slap her, and it was not a big deal. I've seen it in a lot of TV shows, sitcoms from back in the day. And the reason why I don't want to speak on it, even because I don't want to get anybody upset, even though I guess... I can be honest. I don't agree with hitting women in any kind of way. But at the same time, when Sean Connery told Barbara Walter that he believes that some chick should get a good smacking, his logic was kind of sound when he said his reasoning. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't even know what you're referring to, but I'm just picturing him with his accent. And Bob Oh, Bob wow. <laughs> you haven't seen that? You have to, you have no. to watch that. Just type in Sean Connery, Barbara Walters, and that is definitely going to come up. She tried to like get him in okay. a corner, like, "Oh yeah, I heard you. Uh, you say it's okay to slap a woman." And if I don't know, she gets you mad. He was like, "Yeah, my position hasn't changed." <laughs> oh, snap! Precisely. <laughs> right. like, oh my god, I just wrote it down on all my papers that I have to look. Yes, this up. L- look it up. <laughs> but the point is, back then it was acceptable. It was fine. Now. It is not. You cannot do that. Now it is highly unacceptable. And you are not allowed to right. do, you just, obviously it's it's abuse and you're looked at as a coward. But back then that was not the case. And one of the things that is acceptable now that was not so acceptable back then is homosexuality. Now it is almost uh, praised. I mean, they have literally shows of for drag queens, they have t- and also TV shows like Will and Grace and things like that that technically promoted. Back in the day, it was no way in hell that would be possible. They hardly even let, even on, as you know, on I Love Lucy, they didn't even let them sleep in the same bed and their husband and wife, let alone Jake and Fred being seen on TV together in a romantic type of scenario. So those are two taboos that kind of switched. It was taboo at one time and now it's not and vice versa. So that's Mm kind of like my point when I think that taboos can be very fickle. 
Is it fickle though, or could it be also counted as progression? Like there was a time when they wouldn't show an interracial couple on TV, but now it's no big deal to have cute little mixed babies running around and stuff. And like, yeah, yeah, no, it's not simply because it changes does not mean it's a bad thing. Yeah, it's definitely progression. It's definitely progression. And that's, this is why when I mentioned what I believe taboo is, I said it's another person's discomfort with something because in actuality, who was really bothered about an interracial couple? That's something, that's one of those taught behaviors. Like it wasn't, that's not a natural type of thing. Like I tell, I've had a discussion with people in regards to, oh, you know, um, uh, why do you date outside of your race? Or, you know, you shouldn't do that. We should stick together and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, fam, I don't really understand (laughs) what you're talking about, but. That sounds a lot like incest back in the day. (laughs) Keeping it pure. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I would explain. And I would say, you know, you're talking like, oh, you know, we're supposed to keep our bloodline tight and this, that, and the other. I said, do you know that since boats were invented, dudes been screwing other ethnicities? Like since boats was invented and you were able to say, okay, I'm coming from, let's say, Russia to Switzerland or whatever. When they landed and there were women there, it was no, oh, hey, nah, we can't do that. No, if they were attracted to them, they, they did it. It's been going on forever. Like, there's no difference between what they were doing back then and what we're doing now. The only difference really is that it's more convenient for us because it's. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure it wasn't even just attracted, it was a dominant thing too to show power. Right. right. So, I mean, that yeah. all came out of pro- to say that it was it's progression. But yes, all of that, yeah, progression definitely will change a taboo because some mm-hmm. taboos are just simply ignorant. Oh yeah, I've got some actually some taboos here that were huge taboos back when our ki- our kids, our parents were little kids, and it's just so crazy to think that like it's been less than a hundred years and we've progressed this much, but then it's so crazy to think, in my shoes at least, it's been less than a hundred years and this is all we've progressed, right? Because <laughs> there are some things that I'm like, I think it's cool when we see like the gay guys kissing and stuff. I know some people don't like it, but. To me, it's just like another, like the more we normalize it, the less stigmatized it is, just like the whole interracial couples. Like it's just, it's got to start somewhere. And if it makes someone uncomfortable now, it doesn't mean it's always going to make someone uncomfortable. And that's just where I'm at. But I also don't want people to be like, well, that's a, like a crazy loophole situation that you could get yourself in because then where does like bestiality come in and child molestation? Everything cannot be um, compared. There's differences. You know, homosexuality is a sexuality. Interracial is not a sexuality. That's just simply that Asian guy likes that white girl. And Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with uh, sexuality. So that's where somebody might have an argument. It's being able to see change as far as taboos. I think that is, it's great. It is a big deal. There are certain things that I wish would not change and I hope never change because I'm starting to see where the world is going. Uh, The simple fact that there's an open forum for pedophiles is disturbing. And that was a, I mean, the topic alone was taboo, let alone have them come and say, hey man, I'm not so bad. Like, wait, huh? 
you know that that yeah that, that is that alone is kind of it's insane it's crazy so there's certain is. things that i'm just not with now kind of like how you were naming i thought that there were a decent amount of different taboos and you can give me an example of some of these taboos that you might have run across or you know about i have um social taboos romantic taboos political taboos which is donald trump moral <laughs> taboos and sexual taboos and um, me by saying donald trump politically basically i mean that by he's not politically correct you do not go on TV, pardon me, TV or not, you don't go to a country that had just had a tsunami or something like that or a hurricane and say, hey, y'all should chill. Y'all's aren't that bad. We Now, America, we had a pretty good tsunami or whatever. Ours was pretty big. It was devastating. I mean, I see half of your country is destroyed, but hey, look, ours was pretty big too. So don't trip. That's like a yeah, one-upper. It's a political type, but you don't do that. You just don't say that kind of stuff. Even if you're thinking it, mm-hmm. you just don't say it. Right. So it goes into social taboo as well as political. It's not just yeah. political. And uh, just in case like this is actually a good podcast that's going on for years and years, we should let everyone know that the big election 2020 is less than a week from now. So that's why it's right on the forefront of our, yes. of our thoughts. Yes, indeed. It is coming. It is coming. And listen, let me tell you something. Our Choices is a weird old guy that sniffs women's hair. Or should I say little girl's hair? This is what I see. Now listen, to anybody that's listening to this, I am not making anything that I say right now, I'm not making up. This is literally footage that I see. You can look it up on YouTube. The guy sniffs little girl's hairs and he, he is weird. He's creepy. That's that. That's one of our options, okay, which is Democrat. Our other option is a guy that says that he goes around grabbing women by the vagina. Now. Oh, he doesn't even say that. Yeah, he, yeah, he <laughs> says something a little different. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he says that and they chalk that up to, hey, it's just locker room talk. It's like, okay, so that means that he didn't say it? It's like, Hey, you know that guy, I used to bully him and kick his ass and whoop de whoop like, oh, yeah, that was locker room talk, no big deal. But the guy still got his ass whooped, right? He's still traumatized? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So those are our two choices as leaders of our country. That is the state that we are in right now. That is disturbing, is. to say the least. It is, but I digress. What would you consider to be a romantic taboo? Well, are we going with romantic, like as in acts of romance, like courting yes, and dating? Yes. Okay. I was just thinking sexual, so I guess I was well, a little being, sexual is on the list, so don't trip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just like use them interchangeably, so. <laughs> or whatever the word would be for that. I don't know. Like, I know that girls making the first move was never really a thing until recently-ish. Very true. In the last couple decades. I know, like, with my parents-in-law in in florida like like he my papa (laughs) lair would have never i can't say never because they were pretty progressive too but i know that like women never made the first move women never showed their bra straps women didn't have to have jobs people guys paid for dates guys asked out on that's what i was thinking so i mean there's lots of those kinds of things that i'm thinking about all those specified little thing just i mean as you stated like women paying for their own food that was a no 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 
Uh, you're a gentleman. Mm-hmm. See, this is almost like a switch, another switch. See, back then, it was a positive to be a gentleman. Okay, so the things a gentleman did, that was almost just a norm. If you didn't do it, you were looked at as strange, weird, rude, uncourteous. Like, there was still a little right. bit of chivalry back then. Nowadays, not so much. I guess you can call it progression. I would rather call it regression because, to be honest, I would rather live in a country to where my family can survive and flourish off of one income. And the mom right. stays at home. I would rather that. So, I would too, even though I know that's so misogynistic and I'm going to have friends that are listening to this that are just like, oh, turning it off hey, now. Not even just friends, my sister. Listen, listen, <laughs> whoever you people are that feel that way, you can go to work and the man can stay home. I'm not tripping. Like, I'm just, all I'm stating is it'd be great if it can go back to where we can survive off of one income for the household. If you want to be that one income, all power to you. I like the way that you revived that and gave that a new breath of life. I'm going to go yeah. with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I fully support that. Yeah, uh, that's equal rights, right? Yeah, yeah everybody, you're right. We equal. So like uh, a friend that we both know, I'll, he'll remain nameless. He is a stay-at-home dad and his wife goes and works. It's going on, even though that technically is taboo to an extent now. But yeah. I don't think it's that big of a taboo these days because I'm hearing, yeah, I'm hearing a lot about a lot of similarity situations like that going on right now. Yeah, but it's more maybe to a man. Yeah, I was gonna say a man. I would, yeah, masculine taboo. Like, fam, what are you? Because even though I know the homies' reasoning and stuff, I there's still a level of discomfort I have with it. There's a small level of discomfort, even though if I had the opportunity. I would probably take it, but I'm just not the type not to be productive. I want to work. I want, I have ambitions of my own. So if we can make it work to where it's only you working, that's fine. But that's not what we're going to do. I feel like you would always have like a side hustle out of I would have something. Something. Yeah, you would have to. I could not just stay there. I couldn't. Just wouldn't feel right. Here's another one. What would you consider to be a moral taboo? Oh gosh, that's a good question. That is some shaky ground right there because that is where we can get into and broach the whole religious taboos, which that affects everything because it goes down to food, it goes down to social norms, gestures, culture, races. I can't narrow one down. I just there's just too many going through my head. It's like a tornado right now. I can't can put a pin in that one. I have one that is way easier, and I believe you would enjoy answering a sexual taboo. (laughs) which I look at a sexual taboo when I think of that is more so how much a freak of a freak is that person? Like people that like to pee on each other or poop on each other? Yeah, you know, like the two girls, one cup? (laughs) I've never watched it and I never ever plan on watching it. I don't even watch the reaction videos of it. You know, like I I don't even do that. Yeah, I always wonder like, that's always one thing I wonder too, is just how comfortable are you with someone that you could go, you know what, honey, you know what our love life is missing? <laughs> I really want to take a big fucking steaming dump on your chest that, or something. That was a, reminds me of not another team movie. That was a scene to where that was literally said, like she, oh, she was, maybe that's why maybe, I'm getting it. She was like depressed that like her love life wasn't going right. And the guy was like, I can't believe that. She's like, what? 
that nobody's actually ever taken a dump on your chest. <laughs> like the romantic <laughs> music starts playing. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. That that has to be where I got it. Cause I don't even know. Like I just imagine, oh my God. It was it like Gabrielle Union or something that said no, that. No, it was, she no. She wouldn't do she that. It was uh <laughs> not another team movie. It was some chick. I don't know. I don't know who she is, but it was a funny scene. But I seriously wonder that, like, hey, like, I know that you have always had this crush on my twin sister, but, like, she and I are really into that kind of stuff. So. Right. I mean, that's a taboo. I that's, yeah, that's I don't know how people... It's so weird because everything, like you said, it's, like, all... I don't know. It's a perverse thing, even just thinking about, I'm going to take that and put that in my mouth. Right. That's so gross anyway. Right, right, <laughs> right. Sorry, I'm going, like, way off topic here. No, I mean, if it is considered... <laughs> this is my thing. If it you can name something that you find discomforting, by my definition, that would be a taboo to you. And then you can kind of state something that society is discomfort with, like, ugh, like that's gross. Like, for instance, for me, I remember there was, I don't know if I want to share this because I forgot, we got a lot of people we know listening to this. <laughs> I'm gonna share it anyway. Earmuffs, right. earmuffs. <laughs> um, I remember this woman. I was talking to her. I've dealt with her before sexually. <laughs> I remember she, like, out of nowhere, she kind of like brought up ping. Like, I'm way more comfortable with you now. Like, you don't know what I might like. Like, I can, you know, I might ask you to to pee on me and this and the other. I'm like, wait, wait, what, what? And she was like, yeah. I was like. You would want that? She was like, well, why not? And I'm like, in my head, I've in my head, I'm like, because it's urine? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it sterile, though? I don't know what it is. I just know it's <laughs> urine. <laughs> I, just... I mean, I've had that done, but it's just like stupid. No, I can't do it. <laughs> you said you, you had it done. What if done. it was stung by a jellyfish? <laughs> I cannot do it. Like, what if she was stung by a jellyfish and that's what helps that's with the different. pain? Because the acids are something. That's sexual. That's different. If I think I'm helping you, yeah. that's one thing. But I don't, for me, I cannot pee on you and then be sexually attracted to you after you have piss dripping off your nose. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't get it in my face or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 I would imagine See, so it's that's like, what... It's not that bad, but it is that bad. Too. <laughs> right. They call it a pineapple <laughs> soda. <laughs> I've never heard that. So that, uh, that to me, I think that's also, so, I can say that's socially taboo and that is personally taboo. So I just did a two for one. Yeah. I mean, there's still places where, shoot, even here in the South and stuff, where having sex after, or if it's daytime, what? It's taboo. <laughs> Like the really religious people that are like, it only happens at night. It's only missionary. Oh, it's only when the lights are Lord. off. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, I mean, I, not that I No, Yeah, exactly. So it's, I don't know. I'm see, I'm just really glad that people are willing to get uncomfortable and address these things and like put themselves out there because it's going to help get rid of the stigma. Yes. And if there are listeners out there, you can please go to our Instagram and you can type in and comment in your taboos anything that we are mentioning if you have any thoughts in it if you have any input or experiences feel free to go ahead and put it in there so we can have something to work with when we revisit these topics and don't shame me for being peed on (laughs) (laughs) 
you know what? I guess I'll leave the other ones off the table then. No, I mean, you might as well go ahead and share if they taboo the fit, if they fit into the. Uh... <laughs> I don't really know how much I'm going to admit on. <laughs> well, you wanted to talk or do this right, topic. That is, uh, that is true. That is true. Wouldn't it be funny, though, if I was like, what, that's not like a first base sort of thing? I thought that was first base with everyone. Everybody told you that on the first date? Um, I've been doing that since I was 14. <laughs> oh, What's the big this, deal? This, <laughs> no, that kidding. would be that dark humor that uh, everybody <laughs> I want to get. <laughs> but that kinda, They're just jealous. Right. <laughs> that kind of goes into my point of uh, taboo being in the eyes of the beholder. Usually, right. a taboo is socially accepted, meaning that everybody agrees on that. Like, okay, yes, that's taboo. However, the problem with that is, what if society declares you to be a misfit? What if by social norms, you're a misfit? So misfits are going to look at our norms as taboo and vice versa, such as what about the gothic scene? A lot of those people going around wearing all black black lipstick, black makeup and eyeliner and the the nails and all that kind of stuff. And they listen to music that is dark. At least this is the stereotypes that I know. That's dark. And they go around drinking bat blood. That's what I all that weird shit. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I don't know if you've seen pictures of me ra- lately, but I've been like kind of do- gothic. No, no, I have not seen this. I have not seen it. <laughs> I have not. But, you know, there's like gothic and then you wearing black is not going to make me call you gothic. There is a aura. There is a type of persona that comes off of a person that is like into that there. It's different. Like I can tell somebody that's like gothic because they listen to the music. And then I can tell somebody that's gothic because like, no, they they live that lifestyle. Yeah, I think you and I are thinking of probably the same gothic that, like, the gothic we knew from 90s high school. Right, right, right. Like, shopped at Hot Topic and stuff. (laughs) So, it's like, my thing is that taboos are going to differ, like, just depending on who you are. Depending Mm -hmm. on who you are, because, yeah, there's those those groups. Even, I mean, you could say hip-hop. You know, you got your, your normal... Cats that walk around in the normal style clothes, everything fits, everything is coordinated. And then you have some of the hip hop culture to where everything was bigger, baggy, a little aggressive with the way that they dress. Uh, the colors meant something completely different. Like it was, ta- mm-hmm. if you if you are a cl- crip, it is taboo for you to be wearing red over here and vice versa. If you are a blood, it's taboo for you to pronounce words that begin with C. That's why you don't say cabinet, you say babnet. That's why you don't say... I didn't know yeah, that. You don't say Compton, you say Bompton. Okay, so like only Crips say cuz? Yeah, cuz. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, if you say chocolate chip cookies, you gotta say Barkley Bit Bookies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> <You're kidding. laughs> Biffity boppity exactly. boo for real? <laughs> you do not use any... If the word starts with a C, you replace it with a B. What okay, so my name's Basie oh, now. You're and you're definitely Basie. Briss? You are definitely Basie <laughs> and I am Biss. <laughs> that is what it is. Is it always a B? It's always a B. 
I had no clue. This is hilarious yeah. to me. This is like going back to the Fruit Loops gang or whatever that you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that the Bloods and Crips have a lot of inner goal work to do because it sounds like they're a little bit gay. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't, don't, All don't of them. say that to them. I don't think they will like that. If they're listening, I think they're all gay. <laughs> I do listen. And I'm not saying that, yeah, I'm not saying that in a defamatory, derogatory way because I love people. <laughs> right. No, I really I know, do. I, I know you do. This is going all kinds of wrong. I know you do. Oh, it, it's fine. If you're gay, you should have a sense of humor. What do they say about if you can take a joke? So, yeah, you should, you should, you should be all right. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. I'm going to start saying that. I'm going to get a necklace with that saying on it. <laughs> You should be all right is all I'm saying. (laughs) I have a taboo question for you as far as like race, culture stuff. White rappers like Eminem, he came out with the whole like baggy clothes and the and trying to talk like little Wayne and stuff at certain points. Like, how do people feel about that? Well, this is the thing. If Eminem, it's fine. The reason why it's fine... Machine Gun Kelly? Machine Gun Kelly, I don't know where he's from. I don't know his history. And the thing with Machine Gun Kelly, he does not sound or really seem like he tries to act Black. Now, the reason why M is fine is because of where he come from. He comes from where we at. So it's fine for you to represent where you're from. You are basically just, what am I looking for? I'm looking at all these freaking ums and uhs. You are basically (laughs) just representing where you're at and you're expressing yourself. And that's fine. If it was like the Malibu most wanted dude to where you're from Malibu (laughs) and you're talking like that, then it's a problem because then it, it feels like you're mocking us. You're making fun of the way we talk and you're just, you front. Like, we don't need you to be us. If that's who you are, that's fine. If you talk like that, that's fine because that's how you talk. But if you are forcing it and making yourself talk that way, that's when it's more so kind of offensive and we don't rock with it. So M is cool. <laughs> okay. And M don't really talk black either, to be honest. Yeah, I can't really remember after I gave that example. I'm like, wait, when did he even know? Nah, he don't even do that. <laughs> I got some homeboys like that. There's a lot here in is Texas. There? A lot. Yes, a lot. And a lot in the army because you got to remember the army is, hey, like you got busted partying too hard at high school. So it's like either go to the army or go to college. And that's where all the misfits go is the army. So we get a lot of the what people call white trash or whatever trash. (laughs) So again, more taboo. More taboos. You got another one of those? I do. I want to get into parenting taboos. Ah. Such as, yeah, they have terms like helicopter parent and strict parents versus lenient parents and parents that never raise their voice and spanking in public and vaccinating parents and homeschooling parents and all those ifs, ands, or buts. Those, so a lot of those I don't consider taboos. Those type of parents (laughs) that are just... You might not. uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But Susie Homemaker might consider it a big huge taboo and like i know like after i had my first baby there were some women out there that were oh it was like a militia it was just you're not breastfeeding what the fuck and it was just like oh my god my tip my problem you know (laughs) and it's (laughs) like they just 
they get so crazy. And like, as soon as you put your kid in a booster seat and you see it with celebrities too, like, okay, the state regulation is this height or this weight or both or this age. And then you do it the front facing and then people are still like, no, it should be that way until keep their elbows and their knees up to their ears. Everybody is like a professional parent when they've been a parent. Like, it's like, I look, I'm a parent. I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. Listen to what I'm saying because I did it right. And it's just, it's bull. People are hypocrites. They're full of it. And I feel that they act as though they've never had an issue or nothing bad has ever happened with their kids. There was something that pissed me off a lot. I mean, I'm almost defriended this girl based off of her opinion, but kid got basically kind of mauled in the backyard by a dog because, or a dog or a pig. It was something along that nature. And she was like, and the parent was obviously devastated. And the girl says, well, that's what she gets. Why would you do that? Why would you let your kid be around this or that? And I was like, wait a minute, excuse me? What do you mean that's what Mm -hmm. she gets? First of all, you are already on a completely different tip because there's a child that's dead. So Mm -hmm. that type of sentence or sentiment should never even be expressed coming out of your mouth saying she, that's what she gets. That her being negligent means that her punishment for that should be the the death of her child. And those type of comments, in my opinion, should be taboo. All right. But to that dumb broad that made that comment, it was, I guess, taboo or unheard of for them to, I don't know, leave the baby around a dog or a a pig or whatever. And my thing is, without those type of things, there are freak accidents that happen. You can't always predict how things are going to turn out. Because for every one case, an animal attacking a child or something, there's 500 cases to where that will never happen. And they, the animal will, will protect that kid with their life. So you, you can't right. go and be like, oh, why would you do that? It's because based off of probably her experience and probably her knowledge of what she sees going on in the world, that's not something she had to worry about. But you're working with, like I said, that chick thought it was taboo for her to do that. And I think it's taboo for her to even state something like that, saying that's what she gets. And that was apparent. I- as a parent, you shouldn't do one of those stupid freaking parents that in her parenting laws, you never do that. Yeah. I mean, someone we both know and love really well. I got into it during the Harambe discussion and it was very who, similar. What, what? Harambe, that big gorilla that got killed after the kid fell in. It was like in oh, Florida, yeah. like five, yeah, 10 years ago. Yes. Hannibal? Or yeah. Hannibal? I mean, no, Harambe. Oh, Harambe? I've been hearing Hannibal for the yeah. longest time. So his name was... No, Harambe was the name of the gorilla. And it went over and it picked up the kid and it was protecting it. And they still shot and killed it. And it was just like, it still fucks with my head <laughs> to this day. And I know that anyone can Google Harambe, H-A-R-A-N-B-E. And it's still gonna... You're gonna get lots and lots of input. Yeah, I don't think nobody agreed. Well, let me not say that because obviously you got in an argument with somebody. I think that mm-hmm. the majority of people should understand that is not right to kill that animal if it was not causing that boy harm. The problem is people are going to be overcautious and they're going to say, we don't mm-hmm. know what it could have done or what could have happened. In a split second, it could have decided to do that child harm. And what happens is the conflict is, well, it's not the gorilla's fault that for one, you put it in a cage in there around all these people. Mm-hmm. And for two, 
It's not the gorilla's fault that the child fell into the cage. So you've already taken this animal out of its climate, uh, from its environment rather, and placed them in a cage. And then you made it to where obviously children and other people are so accessible to it to where they can jump right in. And if they do that, you kill the gorilla because it might act like a gorilla. Yeah. (laughs) Like what? Because of a what if. I mean, that's if we're going to be living our lives on the what if standard, then what if we all get into car accidents tomorrow because of a huge asteroid? So let's just drink the Kool-Aid and kill everyone tonight. So, you know, so they don't suffer. Right. You can't live life like that. You cannot. So I think that's a lot of taboo. And I think it's one of those taboos that people don't really consider to be taboo until they've gone through the first parenting stage. I agree. So that was that was a fun one that I was like, oh yeah, that was a big one because it it kind of would keep people up at night, and I mean it it drives a lot of conversations, especially in like people, <laughs> the demographic, the people that might be listening to us, they might be dealing with it right now, the mommy shamers right. and whatnot. And this is something I wanted to address and ask. I wanted to throw out the the question of who decides what a taboo is, basically. What group of people basically constitutes what's unacceptable behavior? And when they do that, do they consider all variables, like all things that can come into play that could make something that's taboo okay? And is everything considered before you say, you know what, that act is a taboo. We can't do that. And my other question is this. Well, pardon me, not question my statement would be this. I feel that Natural instincts is the best way to decide what is taboo and what's not. I think that, for instance, if I was to be walking down the street and I seen some guy gnawing on another guy's arm, it would freak me out and I would be done. Like, that's taboo. That is natural instincts. I know. I don't. Nobody has to tell me that. If I see somebody killing another person, in, in any kind of uh, crazy way or really any way, I know instinctively that's taboo. That's not right. That is all wrong. That's all bad. You shouldn't be doing that. Sexual assault. I can see that and know without you telling me, hey, what that what you're doing is wrong. That's not right. That's that is not right. I believe that we should listen more to our instincts and not so much of society. Yeah. And tap into that sympathy and empathy yes. <laughs> that we discussed before. Right. <laughs> if I segue myself. <laughs> I think a lot of taboos, though, from what I've been reading and crash coursing myself on in the last couple of days, a lot of taboos are started in the religious community, like with popes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say popes and whatnot because it sounds like I'm saying Catholic people only. But I mean, obviously... Muslim people can't eat certain Pork. foods. Jewish people can't, yeah, Jewish people can't eat certain mm-hmm. foods, which are shellfish or Orthodox Jews don't eat pork or shellfish. And then there's Hindus, which consider it taboo, but they don't necessarily consider it forbidden to eat beef. So there's always that whole caveat right. thing there. There's all kinds of things about halal, vegan, vegetarian, paleo, Hare Krishna. I mean, there's so many different the way your food's prepared and the way if it's meant to be consumed because it says so in a book or because it has a hoofed foot, so it's not supposed to be according yeah, to the book yeah. in a different chapter. Yes. So I think a lot of it, a lot of the taboos that are still kicking strong today are started, have been started religiously. Yeah, yeah I, I believe so too. I mean, where the whole 
whole thing of you can't see the bride before, like, I don't know, the altar or whatever is bad luck. Or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. See her on the wedding day or something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where the hell that came from, but I don't know. Or something about like bad luck if you walk. I, well, no, but that's superstition I'm thinking of. Sorry. Yeah. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> walk under a ladder or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I was picturing the latter, but then I was like, well, I mean, like if you have like a rainy wedding day, but then I think that they say it's actually good luck if you have a rainy wedding day. So Ooh, like I said, things that's are, my brain works. Like it, everything changes and taboos, as I stated earlier, it depending on the, the time and the person, the, the culture, the religion, they fluctuate. They're all over the place. And there are some common taboos that everybody agree on, but Mm-hmm. For the most part, they are definitely all over the place. It just depends on where you are and who you're with. It's interesting to me that the most tabooish taboos of all in pretty much every culture across the world, across all the time, has been cannibalism and incest. Yes. And I almost wonder if that is a taboo driven by our natural instinct because it's something that has stood the test of time. Yeah. For the most part, I mean, with a few obviously regrettable decisions along the way for one we've already dove into the fact that incest was something that was acceptable all right even though we consider it a taboo if you justify it and you put logic onto it there are going to be people that practice it and they're okay with it and this wasn't just oh those are just um random people no these are people that ruled countries these, this is royalty. These are nobles. These are aristocrats. These are people of power, whole families. The Knott's family from Knott's Berry Farm, there's a lot of incest in that. A lot of it. Yeah, a lot of people probably don't know that. You don't have to do your research. But there is a lot of that in there. There are certain physical characteristics on a person that will let you know that there is incest in that bloodline. Now, this is what I mean by scary and how things change. So that's something that happened. Like people were doing that and practicing. It was a practice among, let's just say, what would you call those people? The, what are the people, the real powerful people that everybody say? The wizards? (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Oh my God, I'm having a brain. Illuminati. It's basically a group of real powerful people. That's pretty much what it was. The Illuminati, they practiced that. It was a group, all those powerful people, they practiced it. So that actually happened. Even though it is, like you said, withstand the test of time, they did that. Now, recently, this is what I've seen, because we're going to send, you mentioned cannibalism. This is something that that I can't. Have you been looking at queuing on sites? <laughs> <laughs> I seen this the other day on Facebook, and I believe it's something that's going on in your state, Texas. You get a finger, a mummified or some weird gross finger, a human finger, you put it in a drink, liquor, and you drink it, and it adds like salt or some kind of flavor to the the alcohol. Yeah, that's close enough for me. For me to say, (laughs) y'all motherfuckers going way too far. Why? Why? (laughs) And my problem is this. Who, Who came up with the idea? Who had the thought? Who said, you know what? I'm going to drop a finger in here because the nigga that came up with that thought is probably the same one that probably has eaten part of that finger. You don't just wake up 
and be like, I wonder what it'd be like if I put an old finger in my drink. Because <laughs> you have to have one laying around. You know what I mean? You got to have one laying around. <laughs> <laughs> and, and why would you have a finger of someone else laying around? There's no logical reason for it. Oh my God, there's so many things that I'm thinking yeah, it, right now. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's too much. And the fact that this is something that is on Facebook and people are in, in bars, open bars, they just smiling. You know, as white folks, they just in there smiling and drinking and chugging. And I'm just looking like, why? Why? I don't understand. I don't get it. You know, when you see somebody do something and you just seriously, you're just like scratching your head, like you just totally, you don't understand. And you give thanks to your sanity because you're like, if you understood, you would be insane. There's certain things you're not supposed to understand. And if you do understand it, it's probably because you're going off a little off the rocker. You just shouldn't be able to understand. Like when I seen this one, this guy, which I mean, I would call this, I don't know if I would call it taboo, more so stupid. He was in the water with like five crocodiles around him. And he's just chilling. He got his hand on a boat. He's in the water, all right? They're just chilling. And then one of them goes and nibbles on his arm. And he, like, panics and, like, surprised, like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, it's a crocodile. That's what they do. They eat pe- they, they eat meat. They, that's the type of shit they do. Why are you surprised? Why are you even doing that? And they, it's those kind of people that make me think and make me worried Like, there are people out there that are just willing to do anything. For whatever reason, they're just willing to do it. Why the freak would you want to swim with crocodiles? All right? Why (laughs) would you want to drink liquor with a finger in it? (laughs) Just why? (laughs) Some people might say, oh, it's progression. See, this is what I mean. That is what I call regression. You got to be a dumb motherfucker <laughs> to think that you can hop in a, a swimming, a big ass lake with alligators and come out alive. That's stupid. We were supposed to come and be smart enough to know, okay, look, those are man eaters. So what I'm not supposed to do is chill with them and hang out because they might eat me. It's like the common sense. So at what point did you say, I'm going to chill with the alligators tonight. That didn't make no sense. Then another thing, regression, we got to know better than to, there was never a time to where it was okay to eat people, but just starting a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. Hey, let's go ahead and put a finger in there for seasoning. Like (laughs) why? How do we get there? And then this is a taboo, but it's something that's going on with celebrities. It's something that they do. And it's taboo to us common folk because we find it absolutely absurd and disgusting. But to them, if it can help them, so be it. It's logical. It's one of those things that I was mentioning earlier when it came to incest. There is something about a baby, a child's foreskin, that is getting put into some type of beauty product that is basically supposed to get rid of wrinkles and make you look younger. And so people are using children's foreskin from the penis and putting it in these products and they're applying it to their face and their bodies. I can literally give you links of this shit that if Sandra Bullock was on uh, one of the shows and said, yes, this is what I use. This is what it is. There is not even denial of it. It's what's happening. Now I consider that taboo 
And I think the majority of people would consider that taboo. However, the powerful, just like the powerful back in the day, they make sense out of it. Oh, it's going to make us younger. It's going to give us youth. So it's okay. So they get to do it. But let some weird dude over here have a jar full of foreskin, uh, rubbing it on his face or some. He's going to get punished accordingly, and he's going to get judged accordingly. And that goes all the way back to my first point. But I think I've I've (laughs) ranted long enough. (laughs) You just ran us through the gauntlet of so many things that are going on in politics these days (laughs) that I'm just like, wow, you just like jogged us through like memory lane of the last few months of what's been all over the internet. Yes, I wish this was something that I can call a rumor. I don't want anybody to get the idea that I fancy any of these topics, like the the things that's going on, any of the stuff that I said, if they were false or if I didn't see it with my own eyes and hear it with my own ears confirming from those people and seeing it, I wouldn't say it. I've seen it. And yeah. I haven't seen a lot of it, but I've heard of it. So I don't know if it's legit Oh, I'll or not. send you some stuff. Don't. Okay. Because I feel almost like falling, like people are falling for that whole falsified memory thing because like the technology is so good these days that it could be warped you know yes i know what you're talking about but there's certain expressions that you can't fake i remember there was on steve harvey's show i think i told you about it to where they brought that product on there and they he asked said what is this made out of and they told him and his facial expression pretty much said it all said, wait, what? <laughs> Do you got me rubbing on me? What did you just say this was? Sounds foreskin. But I mean, it's just skin. It'd it's be like... a baby's penis skin. No. <laughs> but the baby didn't like put it in a dirty no. hooker or something. So it's at least clean. No. And if they're not going to use it it's anyway... It's never a good thing. <laughs> it's never... It will... It's never a good thing. I'm only coming at it this way because I have my esthetician license in the state of California. And I know a lot of cosmetics and skincare things they have a lot of weird freaking ingredients that people don't think about like whale fat and snail slime and there's all kinds of and there's like vampire facials now and all kinds of stuff so i don't know like you said maybe it's just it's not really tripping any wires with me because i've been exposed to it in certain these things are so there are things medically that in my consider should be considered taboo however it's logical because it saves lives or it's sa- it's right. helping somebody. So I'm not going, it's, you know what? It's fine. For instance, there is the company I work for. They sell something called a sclera and it's almost, the, it's not the same, but it's technically the same. Basically it's for glaucoma patients. Okay. When they get surgery on their eyes, they need to put something over the eyes to give the eyes the feel that there's it's closed. So what a sclera is, human skin tissue that you get in a box and the doctors use it, the surgeons use it to place it over the eye and then they do their surgery. That's still somebody Mm. else's skin off of somebody else's body that you're using on somebody else, in my opinion. So is it less gross if it's like someone's ass than a baby's foreskin that's like fresh out of the One of my issues, this is one of my issues, it's the same thing with, what is it? called when uh you have sex with somebody underage ew well when it's like you know she's 15 and you're 19 or 20 
I can't think of the word right now off the top of my head, but Basically, I know what you're talking about. My not point der- is... Yeah, not derogatory. Yeah, my point is a child can't... First of all, off top, you, you shouldn't be doing that shit anyway. Second, a child can't give you consent, all right? If this was a an adult that said, yeah, take my dick skin and, and you can use it, that's... I still think that's freaking weird, but at least it was his choice to do that. You, yeah, I get, I get yeah, what you're saying. So that's one of my biggest problems because, I mean, you got people that have other people's organs in them because they donated them. Or pigs, yeah, so even. it's like... But the pig didn't give consent. It's consent, <laughs> right. It's, con- it's consent, even though to me it's still weird on a different level because it was consent. They said, I want to get, when I die, you can take this because I don't need it anymore. And if it can save your life, have at it. Now, there's a level of honor in that and appreciation, but the act is still the act. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a everybody has their line. Everybody has their line. Yeah. I think going into that, there's a little blurb here on my stuff about taboos that have like a positive effect. Can you think of any others besides that one? That Oh, that has a positive besides what I just named? Yeah. Like an accidental positive an effect. Accidental positive effect. A taboo. Let's see. Something positive that comes from a taboo. I can't think of something off the top of my head. Well, all right. Here's a taboo. Here's something. You know how there's white power? Okay? Yeah. So obviously there, there's going to be a black power. And how there's anti... In white power, in... What is the word? You don't integrate. You stay to yourself. Well... To me, it's a negative, and that's a taboo way of thinking. However, within that community, I think there's a lot of positivity that can happen from that to where you have more, they might have more confidence in themselves. They might can sit, look at themselves in high regard. So that type of feeling and that notion can strengthen a community as a whole to where everybody is looked at as like, we're the chosen and we're the top. And so we have to do good. We have to do better because we are better. And so it's a negative type of self-motivation, but it's still motivation. And it can ultimately lead to something good. I mean, some great doctors can come out of that place some great scientists because they feel they're the chosen one. So they're they're coming up with all kind of innovative type of shit. That can yeah. technically, I suppose, be a positive from a negative taboo. Like the one that really hit home with me that made me like, okay, that makes sense. Now I get it is uh, like another religious food taboo. A lot of people in certain cultures have taboos where only men could eat certain kind of foods or meats. And like if they're preparing for the hunt and the women have to stay back. And if the women are menstruating or pregnant, they can't have certain things because it's like wasted to go not to the men who are preparing for the hunt or whatnot. And then, of course, like the weddings and funerals and all kinds of ceremonies that we do and stuff that all tie back to those kinds of tribes and whatnot that we used to do. But a lot of it, too, was also scarcity and resources. So it wasn't just a machismo, hey, you're not good enough to have that, but it's a we're really low on these resources. So we really need to keep it for like who's going to get the best out of it. So that was like a positive taboo twist yeah that makes sense like if you're gonna be home with the kids more so chilling then you're not gonna need as much nutrition as me running chasing dragging 200 pound carcass on my back back here 
you know, yeah. I need, yeah. I need the, so, the energy and the calories. Yeah. So I'm sure there's so many more examples that I just, I literally have not sat and thought of because I haven't given it the time, but I'm sure if I ever, if we could come back to it, we could, because there's so many issues and topics that this could go into. We can into. definitely come back to it. And that is why I implore our listeners to give us your opinions and go to our Instagram and just write in the comment section and uh, let us know. Yeah. Let us know your opinions so that we can come back and yeah. be able to address them. And maybe you can give us some insight that we don't know about. Yeah. Especially because I know that we have people from different countries listening. So, Hey, Scotland. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like stuff like that. I love, I love learning new cultural taboos. I don't know again, if that's, I haven't looked into it, see if that's still valid, if it's still valid today, if it's something that was ever valid, because the internet is only so trustworthy. I say we can go about and ask listeners or just strangers or even friends to give us the, something, their most taboo things. And when we come back, we yeah. can talk about it. And we can also come back like what you just did and give a couple of different taboos from different cultures. And also how to not sidestep taboos, but how to, once you kind of step in that steaming pile of taboo shit, how do you get out of it without losing your grace? You basically say, can you take the finger out of my drink? It's very simple. It's very, very simple. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Take this foot out of my mouth. Take this finger out of my drink. <laughs> right. Do not pee. Yeah, basically. So. Those words, very easy. I mean, don't knock it when you try it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. There's so many stories I have oh. that pertains to that, but we'll save it. That'll have to be a different thing, more so on uh, probably like just sexual conversation podcast. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm gonna. I'm already like I don't know, uncomfortable just thinking. About <laughs> <Right. it. laughs> but when it, when we do that, I'm definitely gonna be asking a bunch of questions to like just random people and strangers i'm not about to be exposing my entire cell phone <laughs> for an hour right <laughs> so. yeah yeah i definitely want to build up an audience before we get that right 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 so <laughs> okay so i guess if you guys are enjoying these so far or you like where we're headed please give us like a good review or subscribe what else do the people say in podcasts i don't know <laughs> I, I don't because i honestly i've listened to a couple but not all the way to the end. So hopefully you guys reach the end. And as she said, good reviews are even bad reviews. If you think we suck, let us know. And But don't just say yes. you suck and put a period. Tell me why. Don't, don't yeah. be a dick. If you're going to be a dick, you know, I'm going to leave that joke alone because it was going to get a little <laughs> sideways pause. I'm just going to leave that joke alone. But just tell us why. If you have, yeah, if you have constructive criticism, feel free to hit us up on the Instagram or the website or something. But like the reviews, you can kind of be really nice about and we'll give you a dollar if we have to. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the constructive criticism, we definitely, I mean, I know I cackle too much and I know my ums and ahs are out of control, but I'll get there. We will get get better. We promise. But we have a lot of good ideas and a lot of fun things to, to bring to the masses that we've been actually percolating on for like years so we really want to do this and we really hope that (laughs) i know and we really hope that we can uh stand the test of time i guess oh we gonna be here whether you want us here or not (laughs) that's true herpes (laughs) so (laughs) just uh 
Just get used to us. Just get used to us. We're going to be here. But I hope you guys enjoyed. And that is Chris and Casey and slip into something uncomfortable. And part two coming soon on Taboo. Taboo. Taboo.